headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the Pods Moving and Storage Studios. It's the Ramsey Show, where debt is dumb, cash is king, and the paid-off home mortgage has taken the place of the BMW as the status symbol of choice. We help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Abigail is in Topeka, Kansas. Hi, Abigail. How are you? Well, hello there. Thank you for taking my call, Dave and Rachel. Sure. What's up? Well, you both say that that's not a money problem. That's a marriage problem. And I know that's what I have. I've been married 40 years. And I'm staying in the marriage, but I'm scared. I have no retirement to speak of. We have no retirement to speak of. And we're getting old. Mm. How old are you guys? He's 69. I'm 62. Yeah. And you have, you guys have no retirement. He has uh, 40,000. I have 16,000. Are you both still working? Yes. Um, he, he's had various and sundry businesses over the years. He sold uh, his last one and then, quote, retired for two and a half years. And now he's back in the workforce. We make plenty of money. We just spend it all. Hmm. And what's his, what's his hesitation of, well, you're saying we spend it all, so... I'm going to go with that language. Is it mostly him or is it you as well that you're thinking, I I don't have great money habits either? We don't have furs and jewels. We have nothing really to show for it. We've been doing a budget for four years after we did FPU. And yet, no matter how much money we bring in, out the door it goes. And last night he said to me, that gazelle intensity is BS. I'm not doing it. Well, we've completely paid off all the debt. Well, let me just say we did, and then I did again and again and again. And what's, what's really got me scared right now is his health is failing. And even though uh, I'm a late bloomer, I was a stay-at-home mom for years and years, um, I have the capacity to make a lot of money with all the stress, I, it's just wildly like last year was 50 grand. This year is 175 grand. The year before, two years ago was 185. So it's back. It could be a low year. It could be a high year. What do you I'm do? I'm not putting anything away. What do you do? And now I need a new car. What do you do? And he wants to go into debt for the car. What do you do? Don't laugh. I'm an attorney. And I have my own business, but it can fluctuate wildly. Oh, why would we laugh? It's not funny. It's wonderful. Congratulations. That's pretty pretty cool. Mm. Um, And you have the ability to make really good money some years. Yeah. Uh, I, I, um, Everything we would tell you, um, short of fixing this in the marriage counselor's office, is a poor substitute and at best a band-aid. 
or at worst would cause more damage to the marriage. Um, marriage counseling. I, I, I'm she, I'm tempted. No, this guy. I mean, I get I get where you are. I'm not. I'm not. I'm okay. not. I'm just saying. If I tell you to do something else, the part of the problem is I got 20 million people listening. You might give one of them permission to do something else, and I don't want them to do it. Um, I right. want them to. I want to get them to the root of this and to fix it. But um, in if you're going to stay married, maybe you need to act like you're divorced. Separate account. Yep. He doesn't have access to your income anymore. Yeah. And you make one hundred eighty-five thousand, you can go buy a car, pay cash for it, a car that fits you know within your cash budget, and you just operate your little life there. And um, um, it's but I got to tell you, it's not a, it's not it's not a good way to live. <sighs> Is that because of her age? No, it's just not a good way relationally. It's, no, I'm saying... It's, you're going to be living in a house w- with a roommate now. I know, and that's where... For, I just for don't me, like Abigail, it. I'm like, I... You know, yes, because we say that it's it's more of a, a marriage issue than a money issue. It's coming out as a money issue, but there's something about him that isn't willing or doesn't want to be on the same page with you and be a team with you for the rest of your marriage and you guys can still have another 20 years of this life together and so i would want to get to the root of 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 his his pushback so much you know what is it because he he's smart i mean he can look at numbers and know we don't have money to retire and is it is it a pride thing is it a fear thing like what is it in him that refuses to say i'm gonna i'm gonna stop spending everything i make and put it away for the good of of my future and my wife's future and all of that. Like I want to, I, I want to know more of what what's going on in him and all of that. Yeah, I agree. I I, um, I can't believe you said separate accounts. I, well, I'm, you know, I I said it with seventy three caveats, but the uh, um, uh, well, I'm saying, and, and and I'm trying to get to why you said that. Is it because of her age and she's going to retire soon and she well, needs money to live off of? Like, or is it because most Okay, you know, what, what, a, what, what needs to happen is she needs to lay down the thing and say, if we're not going to do this together, we're not going to be together after 40 years. You know, that eventually it's going to get down to that uh, because her level of respect for him is going down and down and down yeah. and down and down and down. She's being very careful to be very classy, but in between all those words was a lot of anger and disrespect. Which and, I would feel the same way. And like, lo- most people would. Abigail, and, yeah. And um, yeah. she's like, you know, I'm, I, this guy's baggage. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm smart enough. I'm an attorney. At Late in life, I became an attorney, and mm-hmm. I can go do this, and I don't, I don't need this crap. Mm-hmm. That's all in there. And yes. it's not going to get better if you separate the accounts. It's going to get worse. Yep. Because you're going to watch him over there in the, playing in the sewage, and you're over here playing with gold coins. And so um, it's just a problem. So I've been, Sharon and I have been married 40 years, and I can tell you what would happen at our house. Uh, we would go and sit with a counselor, and we would try to find common ground. And if she bowed up and said, I, I absolutely refuse to be smart, I am going to spend like I'm in Congress, and we are going to be on welfare as we go into our retirement years because I am prideful and I will not deal with this, and I'm not going to face this, and I'm not going to discuss it, um, then she's going to find her own way, I guess. It'd be yeah. really sad. I'd hate that. But I, I because the alternative is actually worse yeah, it, than divorce. Yeah, she gets dragged down in it. It's actually worse. So, um, yeah, I, I would put him in a corner. Uh, 
But I mean, I'll do it systematically, kindly, gently, lovingly, patiently. Yep. But I'm going to put him in a corner and we're going to solve this because this ain't going to work out. Yeah. I'm not going to look across the room at you and hate you 10 years from now. I'm not going to do it. This is The Ramsey Show. One of the most common pieces of advice I give folks trying to get out of debt is to sell the car. And I get it. That's easier said than done. Selling a car takes a lot of time and hassle unless you use CarWiser. CarWiser is a free service that gets you the best offers instantly from dealers around the country. And it couldn't be simpler. Just enter your vehicle's information and boom, you've got offers to choose from. So go to CarWiser.com slash Ramsey. That's CarWiser.com slash Ramsey. Cruz, Ramsey personality, and my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. If the economy has you looking over your shoulder these days, well, we understand. Uh, all of us are kind of giving it the side eye right now and going, ugh, yuck, you people are messing this up. And that's why we're on the road doing Building Wealth live events. As a matter of fact, night before last, we were with a sold-out crowd in Sacramento. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun over in California. Thank you guys for turning out for that. Um, next week we will be in Minneapolis and the following week we will be in San Antonio all sold out thank you guys very very much we appreciate that it's me and Rachel Cruz George Camel Dr. John Deloney and Ken Coleman Uh, and so uh, guess what we're adding the spring events to the list today adding to the spring events list today Uh, good stuff going on so we have already had Indianapolis on February the 16th up for sale and selling very rapidly thank you same with austin texas on february 23rd and anaheim on may the 2nd here's a couple of new dates for you we will be in nashville doing this event on january the 12th looking forward to that and of course salt lake city uh on april the 24th a brand new date as of today um don't wait to get your passes our spring building wealth live events of uh uh, all dates are already selling out of uh, VIP level passes. General general admission is not yet sold out, but the VIPs and platinum VIPs go very, very quickly on all of these. Uh, and the general admission is only $39, and they go quickly as well. All of our fall events were sellouts. Thank you very much, America. We appreciate it. We understand you're scared, and we want to try to give you some answers. And uh, people responded well in California. Do it, yeah, it was fun. It was a great, a great crowd. Yeah, they were nice people, and we we really enjoyed being with you guys a couple Mm -hmm. nights ago. So uh, tickets start as low as $39 for the Building Wealth live events. Again, Nashville, Indianapolis, Austin, Texas, Salt Lake City, and Anaheim. If you want to come, tickets are on sale now for all of those. Two of those I just announced at the second. It's the first time anybody knew about it. All at RamseySolutions.com slash events. RamseySolutions.com slash events and get your tickets before 
they are gone. We've also announced the Smart Conference, a very special edition, a two-day Smart Conference, Friday night, all day Saturday in the new Ramsey Events Center, April 14th and 15th. And uh, that will be the inaugural event with commemorative passes and all kinds of special things we're doing. And the uh, Ramsey Event Center only holds 2,400 people. The typical smart conference is six to 8,000 people. So that will be a very early sellout. Again, if you don't have your tickets to that, you'll want to get that. That's, of course, here in Nashville as well, or Franklin, Tennessee, just south of Nashville. All right, Henry's with us in Madison, Wisconsin. Hi, Henry. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Long-time listener, thanks for taking my call. Certainly, sir. How can we help? I'm in a bit of a, a bit. Of, I'm in a big mess, and I just wanted to get your um, advice on it. Okay. So um, I took the FPU about 12 years ago. I, I know the system. I have every dollar plus. Um, I've been engaged to my fiance for about seven years. The only reason that we haven't gotten married, though, haven't gotten married, is I can't afford to give her, her her day that she deserves. She wants to wait for that day. Um, and my concern is, is that, uh, she just lost her job due to medical reasons and, um, we lost her insurance. She has Cobra, but it's $800 a month. There's just absolutely no way that I can get, I can put that $800 line item in the budget. Is it in this situation, is it ever appropriate to take a hardship withdrawal from traditional retirement products? so that you have health insurance. Uh, do you have health insurance at your work? I, I, I'm eligible for health insurance at my work, but I'm a, I'm a massively service-connected veteran, so the VA takes care of all my health care. Okay. So are you taking let, about... Let, let's pretend a theoretical thing happened, and this was your okay. wife... Could you not go to your work and get spousal insurance through your work cheaper than $800? I could. Good. But you're, you're getting married rather, today. Congratulations. I'm on wanting her big day $40,000. Congratulations. Uh, toughies. Sorry. Welcome to grown up okay. girl land. All right. Seven freaking years. Dude, that's weird. I understand. Don't you think it's weird? I think it is a bit, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Peter, get I, off I the ladder. I would have married her five years ago. If yeah. It to me. yeah, so, you know, now she don't have a choice. Her health's gone, and she gets to be married so that she can get insurance. And we'll call that the special day. And um, then right. you guys can have a celebration because you don't have an $800 a month bill. I'm, seriously, this is the um, results of this decision, this weird poor decision to drag something out seven years has, has put okay. you guys in this situation so you've got to fix it i mean it's the it's the fastest right way to fix this on so many levels on so many if henry if that's real i mean yeah it's one of those things like is she who you want to spend the rest of your life with i'm assuming so because it's been seven years but is there a hesitation in you not wanting to fully commit as well We've been going through a rough patch, and if we were married, I would want to be going to marital counseling. But, um, but it, the finances of what are what has brought on this really rough patch. So, yeah, I, we, we need to get to the bottom of that first. But then, yes, this is I the mean, woman like that I love with all my heart. Yeah. I've had multiple relationships. This is definitely the woman I want to spend the rest of my life with. Okay, so if you know that for sure, you're going to go through hardships in marriage, right or wrong. So if she is it, and eventually that's where it's going to lead, 
then yes, I'm with Dave. Mm-hmm. It's like go get married. Go y'all y'all are playing how, like this, you basically are married without actually the legal documents. Exactly so, so we we have shared finances, everything. We we've been playing house for five years. Yeah. Now. So go yeah yeah yeah. So go go get married, and then you guys as a married couple are going to realize, oh wow, we got to go figure out this money stuff and get on the same page. Or you say, all right, sweetie, you got to go get another job and figure out your health insurance because no, you don't need to take hardship withdrawal from retirement or she doesn't either what's, what's wrong with her health no no she, she would do it um she would do it diabetes diabetes and morbid obesity um she's not she, we're not sure if she's able to go back to work at this point okay i mean if she's the one henry you gotta you gotta yeah so sh- sh- um i'm nervous though that the big day i don't know yeah the big day of the wedding it's like Okay, let let me let me um, take one step back, not ten steps back, but one step back. Um, how old are you guys? I'm 34 and she's 31. Okay, all right. <sighs> Do you have kids together? Uh, no, no kids. Okay, okay. Okay. Um, her health is. You you guys need to sit down and see uh, a. You need to spend more than eight hundred dollars on a counselor, and you guys need to sit down with a counselor, and you need to dig into what's going on with her, and uh, the special day stuff. Um, okay. And how is that tied? How, is there any th- connection between that and her health issues? Because um, I I I'm not a counselor, but I'm smelling a rat, and so. Um, I, I would want to get to the bottom of all of that before I rush off and get married. Because um, if she's not going to, and you get, you guys aren't going to deal with your issues as a couple, and she's not going to deal with her issues that are underlying in all of this, then um, that, that that's causing these this weird, that's causing this weird situation. There's something, she's, she's hurting somewhere, and there's something that's causing this. I don't know what that stuff is. I don't have Dr. Deloney here to help me, but there's something causing all this stuff, and you don't need to get married until you figure out what that mm-hmm. is, and we're working on it, and then you can figure out the health insurance thing. But the, if everything else was glory, but it, of course it's not glory, because we're seven years sitting around waiting, paying her get off the ladder. So, um, yeah, you need to get to why these things are going on, and if you can deal with the why, then get married, and that'll help her with her health insurance. But no, you don't need to have combined finances. You're not married. Um, we don't recommend that. We recommend combined finances for married couples because it puts you in this weird situation where you're buying health insurance for someone that's your roommate. This is The Ramsey Show. I've recommended Simply Safe Home Security for years, and over that time, they've just gotten better and better while remaining an amazing value. Their monitoring costs less than a dollar a day. Plus, unlike traditional home security providers, Simply Safe has no contract and no hidden fees. So don't wait to protect your home. Visit simplysafedirect.com right now and get a special 20% off. Simplysafedirect.com. There is no safe like Simply Safe.
Rachel Cruz, Ramsey personality, number one best-selling author. My daughter is my co-host today in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions is uh, quite a few folks. You can jump by anytime you'd like. We broadcast this show live every day from 1 to 4 Central, and it is free to watch. We don't guarantee it to be entertaining, but it is free. And so you're welcome to come at any point and do that. And also, folks, uh, schedule with our team to do their debt-free screams in person live here on the official debt-free stage. They're with us, Sean and Nilda. Hi, guys. How are you? Pretty good. good. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you for having us. We're honored to have you. Where do you live? Orlando, Florida. Very cool. And how much debt have you paid off? 114000 wow. wow. How long did that take? 12 months. Whoa. Nice. And your range of income during that time? Uh, t- we started at $220,000, and then um, we're projected to be around three hundred by the end of the year. Wow. What do you all do? I'm a registered nurse. Mm-hmm. Hero. Uh-huh. And, uh, Amen. I do applications for a medical imaging company. Okay. All right. So both of you are working a lot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. A lot. A lot. To get this income going. Yeah. You can, you, 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 and you work all you want and as little as you want right now. I mean, it's crazy out there. Yeah. So congratulations. Okay. What kind of debt was the 114000 Our house. You paid off oh. the house or get the paid off house shirt now. Okay. Oh, my gosh. How old are you two? I'm 29, or I'm 30 now. Oh, my gosh. She was 29. (laughs) She had to say it out loud on the radio. (laughs) She was 29 at the time. I'm 31. Okay. And what's the house worth? Uh, Just check the little homebot thing we got from uh, Deidre at Churchill. It's 370. 370. And you're 30 years old, and it's paid for. You guys are so weird. (laughs) I love it. Never been accused of being normal. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I'm so proud of you. How fun. How long have you been married? A year About and a, a year. half. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. So, so you get married, get a house, and pay it off. Boom. I had kind of bought the house a while ago. It, it's kind of a long story, but I had bought the house a while ago, and we finally got married and just got gazelle with it. Okay. All right. Well, tell us the story. How did you? Sure. What was the plan here? Well, it, it, as part of the story, too, is she paid off six figures of consumer debt on her own mm-hmm. uh, oh, before wow. we got married. So mm-hmm. that's not even included in these figures. Super impressive. Um, but a coworker introduced me to the baby steps in like 2014 and, uh, it made sense to me. I'd been raised to live below my means and had been shown an amortization schedule in high school. And so all these things kind of made sense. And I was like, Oh yeah, that, that tracks well. But, um, I wasn't factoring in that it's 80% behavior. And so I had all this knowledge, but I was not acting on it. I was doing Dave Ish for the uh-huh. longest time. Uh-huh. And uh, just making her mad talking about it all the time, <laughs> but not doing it myself. So how, how could I? How could I lead that way? So um, anyways, I, I uh, what do you want to? Yeah, well, he uh, introduced me to you back when we met in 2014. And I was like, ah, no, like, we'll always have debt. Like, that's just a normal thing. And and he was like, no, like, just follow the plans, follow the plans. So when I graduated nursing school, I started following it. But I was doing Dave-ish because I got a car after I graduated nursing school. And then around 2019, I read your book, Rachel, um, Love Your Life, Not Theirs. Yeah. And that one changed my life. Mm. And then I became gazelle intense. I paid off my car. I paid off my student loans. And then, uh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, she's a rock star for sure. That's amazing. Whoop, 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 whoop. Amazing. Yeah. yeah that's that's hard work. That's hard yeah. work. So then when you guys came together, you had no debt going into the marriage a year no ago. Debt. Just Correct. and you except guys the, were like you had the house. The yes. house. And then you guys said, Okay, let's pay off the mortgage. Yeah. And and you went for it. Yeah, we yeah. said about it. It was it was time for me to be gazelle intense, <laughs> yeah. you know, because I'd been watching her do it and so I was yes. ready. And um it just 
it's all serendipitous i guess yeah <laughs> in january of this year we um only lived off of one income so a hundred percent of my income because i was able to work overtime a hundred percent of my income was going to the mortgage so yeah. we were paying about like fifteen thousand dollars a month since january <laughs> yeah, we were just it. It was, yeah it was amazing slam 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 i love it yeah. you guys are amazing congratulations wow. thank you thank has you so it much. even settled in that you're like 30 years old and you don't have any payments <laughs> a, at all house or anything no how whacked that is <laughs> i don't think so no it hasn't you're gonna be so rich <laughs> Yeah, you get to keep fifteen thousand dollars a month. Like, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah well, what are you going? We gonna do with all this money now? I mean, <laughs> max retirement number one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's but, your yeah. first big thing you want to do with money now that you're out? Um, I don't know. We're still living way below our means. <laughs> that will always be the case, We're of not, course. Yeah, but um, we have some trips planned, and yeah, we had we spent three weeks in Montana for our honeymoon. We waited a year after we got married to go on our honeymoon so we can save for it, and you know pay for it all in cash and then um but i think the first we already started investing for our next house um hopefully yeah. that'll be our short-term goal and pay for it full in cash and we maxed out our retirement yeah maximum retirement so. we have new charities so yeah yeah, yeah. you know awesome, you guys. how much have you already got saved in your retirement nest egg oh upwards of around three hundred mm -hmm. okay all right yeah. so you're all you're so you're 31 and you got <laughs> $650,000, in net worth already. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be going to be millionaires and like by Christmas. <laughs> oh my god. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. It's amazing. It's good. Yeah. That's weird. That's just so cool. <laughs> I'm so is. proud of y'all. Thank you, Dan. Thank you so much. So Very great. Neat. So so and great. Both sets of parents came to cheer you on. Yeah. Is it it's really wonderful yeah, really to bring them up and we're up in Hendersonville for the week. Well, they got to be really proud. There's no chance <laughs> you're moving into their basement. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, this is great. Yeah, yeah. Did y'all have friends along the way that were curious about your journey like what you are doing were there cheerleaders along the way were there people that were like y'all are nuts yeah most of my friends were like you don't have to work so hard like it's fine just just stop working so much overtime you're gonna burn yourself out and I was like no I have to do this I have to do it I would call him in the bathroom at work crying because I was just like just so burnt out but then he was just like you don't have to work so hard. I was like, I do. We have this goal. And I was like, I want to do it by 30. Yeah, you yeah. weren't bur so, burnt out. You were just tired. I was tired. That's yes. what it was. Yeah, but. You, you don't um, get burnt out when you got a goal. Yeah, that's true. Burning out is when you're just spinning. <laughs> that's true. For nothing. But when, you, when you're going towards something, you just get tired. Yeah, I knew there was a goal at the end, so that's why I kept doing it, but. Um, yeah, we had the amortization schedule on the fridge, and we would be crossing it out with different colors each month, and it was always a goal to smack as many lines as we could. And yeah. You had That's to gamify awesome. it, like you say, all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Wow. No discipline. <laughs> so cool. Congratulations, well, Love your you life, not Thank theirs you. was what lit you up. Yeah, we actually have um, that book, and then I had lent it out to somebody, and I just was like, you know what? It changed my life, so you can have mm. it. So I gave it to her. And we actually do, and I remember from the book you had talked about um, you had a couch that you were embarrassed of, and <laughs> <laughs> and I was feeling the same way because we had a couch I didn't really like, and I'm just like, you know what? People don't really think about that, so yeah. Need a place to sit. <laughs> yeah. So after that, I paid off my student loans, and then. I paid off my car and my credit cards and all that stuff. So it's amazing. Yeah. Well done, you guys. Now you can get a Thank couch. You. 
We got a couch. <laughs> I guess we did do that, yeah. I love it. Hey, we've got a copy of Total Money Makeover for you. Baby Steps Millionaires, because you're going to be there in a heartbeat wow. and celebrate that with you as Thank well. You. And a one-year membership to Financial Peace University and a new copy of Love Your Life, It's Not Theirs. We're going to throw them all in just to say we're proud of you and congratulations. Very, very well done, you two. Thank you. All right, quickly, what's the secret to getting out of debt? Well, of course, number one, you have to do the budget. You have to. Follow the plan exactly. Don't do Davish. Come on. If you're doing Davish right now, I'm talking to you. Do the plan. <laughs> if you do the plan, you'll get the results. You say that all the time. And uh, I would say thirdly, embrace the core concepts of capitalism. That's self-ownership and private property. These things are attainable in today's world, mm-hmm. even here and now. And despite of all the government intervention in your life, you can still do it. And I would say you owe it to yourself to do it and posterity as well. Wow. Amen. Amen and hallelujah. <laughs> Sean for do president. It. Do it. <laughs> I like it. There Good are no stuff. collectivist systems raising Good stuff. <laughs> Sean and Nelda, Orlando, Florida, 114000 paid off in 12 months. House and everything at 30 years old. Count it down. Let's hear a debt-free scream. Three, Three two, one. one. We're, We're debt-free! Well, in case you thought millennials and Gen Z had all lost their minds, we get the best ones around here. I know. This is The Ramsey Show. Cruz, Ramsey personality. Open phones here at 888-825-5225. Rachel's my co-host today. Jared is with us in Minneapolis, so we'll be up there next week to see you guys. Hey, Jared, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Better than I deserve. How can we help? Hey, I got a question about a, I got a small business. Um, I got two trucks and, um, it seems like every time I get caught up, um, I got another big bill that I can't cover. So then I'd put it on a credit card. And I just kind of feel like I'm stuck in a loop. Okay. Um, what kind of business are you in? It's a towing company. Say again? I'm salvage cars. Tow- towing? Towing. Okay, so you have two tow trucks. Yep. Okay. Yep. So you just, um, like most people, maybe even like me, got up uh, and just decided I'm in business today. Um, well, I've been working in the business for like 12 years. Working in it's different myself. than running it. Yep. And so now you now tow, operating a tow truck is no longer your job. Your job now is running a business, and you're really good at operating a tow truck, and now you're having to learn how to run a business. Is that fair? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So what kind of big bills are coming up? Unexpectedly. Um, well, I got a, I got a, it's a higher mileage truck, so I just had a turbo come go out on me it's about 8900 with the intercooler mm-hmm. and i'm hoping to put about two grand down but i don't have enough to cover the rest of the bill mm-hmm. okay who's driving the other truck um it's just me they got um you have two, you have two trucks have you have two trucks and you just shoot yep. yes park it till you make the money 
with the okay. other truck. Okay. What's the other bills that have come up it? unexpectedly? Um, it's just bigger repairs. They just seem like you got like six or eight a year. It seems like. Okay. You know, I, I would think that that's not really. Them. I would think that that's not really unexpected. That's predictable. Okay. I think you're going to have X number of thousands of dollars average per month. Some months none. Some months double of repairs because you've got a fleet of trucks, two trucks on the road, and um, towing stuff's hard on trucks. Okay. So you're going to have repairs as part of your business. Of is, part of your business model. Okay. I guess what I'm afraid of is if a motor goes. You know, it's like thirty grand to get it rebuilt. Do mm-hmm. I get rid of the truck, or do I just just expect it to be coming up and save up for it? Exactly. I don't think it's if a motor goes. I think it's when it goes. Yep. It's gonna go. It's part of your business. You're gonna wear out these vehicles. You're gonna have small repairs, medium repairs, and huge repairs and replacements. These are part of your business model. And setting money aside to keep all of that running, like paying the rent for a restaurant. Or paying a worker that okay. works there. you got to set it aside out of your... You've been just making the money and taking it all home and maybe paying your taxes. Yeah, well, I pay myself out of it, too. I pay myself about forty grand a year. That's what I mean. You're taking all the money home. There's no money laying down at the yes. office. Yes. So you're just making the money and taking it home. You're treating it like you have no expenses, hardly, other than fuel and insurance. You're paying some of that. But, um, yeah, so... Uh, my guess is you're probably not charging enough. Okay. They're, they are set rates for the most part, which is kind of sucks too. Set but, rates by who? Um, they're mostly insurance cars. Oh, okay. So um, the insurance the company, totals out, I go get insurance it. company's setting the rate. Yes. Sometimes you bid on them, but for the most part, they're set. Okay. All right. I'd be looking at my business model because fuel's gone up, repairs have gone up, everything's gone up, and if the insurance rate set rate didn't go up, that might not be the business I want to be in. I may want to be in a uh, non-insurance towing business or something. I don't know, but you got to be looking at all of that all the time. Bottom line is, though, you need to be running a profit and loss statement. I'd have you sit down, go to RamseySolutions.com, click on Tax ELP, and find someone that's in the bookkeeping and accounting business in your area that we recommend. Have them start to help you build an accounting system. It's really not rocket science. It sounds intimidating, but it's not. It's what you've got coming in, minus money set aside for repairs, minus money set aside for fuel, minus money set aside for um, uh, insurance, Um and help you look at the pricing and seeing, you know, can I afford to do this? You might be losing money on every tow if if uh, repair costs and insurance costs and fuel costs have gone up so much that by the time you go over there, you're losing money every time. That could happen in, in the world we live in today with this inflationary market and this fuel and diesel's gone nuts too. So And factoring in the repairs. Like if you do all yeah, of that and do your you budget for the month the, to see. Yeah, the actual repairs because um, you don't want to live – behind the eight ball which is where you are you're always behind you're you're always waiting on the next thing to happen instead of planning for it to happen Mm -hmm. and so uh jared in the real estate business uh back in the day when i was a a young guy uh they taught us if you own an apartment complex to say okay uh the the roof has five years of life left on it before it starts leaking and so i need to figure out what a roof costs and i need to put one-fifth of the roof cost away for the next five years to replace the roof plan to replace the roof 
and we called those a sinking fund. Uh, that's what it's called in that world. But in, in your sense, you need a sinking fund to replace trucks and to do big repairs to trucks, and you need a budget line item for minor repairs to trucks and a budget line item for fuel and a budget line item for these things. And you need to put all the stuff together, and then that helps you calculate what each trip costs and whether or not it makes sense to do some of these trips. And, um, and it helps you save up and fix this one turbo right here as fast as you can because you're going to put a big old line item in there and um you know you're gonna you're gonna work extra you're gonna do everything you can to get extra money coming in to cover this right now but no i'm not gonna tell you to go into debt to do that I, i'm gonna park that truck and run the other truck until i can do it it's what i would do if i owned the business and uh it's how i've run this business too i started it on a card table in my living room and we've never borrowed a dime all the way out hang on i'm gonna send you a copy of our book entree leadership which will help you run your business. It's what we teach, how we teach small business people to run their business. You're doing a good job. You're doing better than you think you're doing, but you've got to get around in front of this because this is causing a ton of stress for mm-hmm. you. That is, that doesn't have to be there. Doesn't have to be there. But, um, so folks, what happens is what happened with Jared and what I was accusing him of, um, not in a derogatory way, but just reading his mail is a, a lot of people become good at a trade. I'm a good plumber. I'm a good heating and air guy. I'm a good carpenter. I'm good at cooking. Uh, I'm good at being a chef. I'm good at whatever. And then they open a business. I'm, I'm a good real estate agent. And then they open a business. I'm going to own a real estate company with agents working for me. I'm going to open a heating and air company with heating and air techs working for me. And I'm going to have trucks. I'm going to open a towing company and you become an accidental leader, an accidental entrepreneur. But what we always, the mistake all of us make, and I I've made the mistake too, even inside of the Ramsey business, I've made the mistake. Um, just because someone's good at a certain discipline or a certain thing, that does not necessarily mean they're good at leading a business to do that thing. Business leadership and business entrepreneurship is a different skill set than working on heat and air or than working or than doing computer programming or than whatever. So if I've got a computer programmer that's an excellent computer programmer, it doesn't necessarily mean they may be the best in the building, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're a leader yeah. of that area. Because leadership is a different skill set than computer programming. And so anytime you're in the small business setting, one of the moves you make is from practitioner to owner. You move from your hands doing the work to also your brain has to be controlling the numbers around your hands doing the work and the people that use their hands doing the work. And so you got to get up on top of it. And uh, my friend Michael Gerber, who wrote the book E-Myth, which is a wonderful book on this subject, says to work on your business, not just in mm-hmm. your business. Yeah, uh, that's his phrase, and it is an absolutely fabulous phrase. And uh, it's a good way to look at this stuff. Entree Leadership will help you with all of that. That puts this hour of the Ramsey Show in the books. Our thanks to Austin, Ben, Zach, Andrew, and James in the booth, the Booth Dudes. I'm Dave Ramsey, and we'll be back.
Dave here. You can find all of our shows with the Ramsey Network app on your smartphone. It's the only place to listen to the entire back catalog of episodes. Download the Ramsey Network app in your favorite app store today.